0: Welcome to the Shulamite Podcast, an extension of Shulamite Ministries and shulamite.com, with weekly interviews and teaching with author and speaker Martha Kilpatrick and hosted by John Enslow. This weekly podcast is a way to stay connected to the ministry. So come experience anointed messages, not giving just another method, but a living impartation. If you don't have sovereignty as the core and as the base, you can't experience any of the other stuff you have to know He's Lord of, of the world and life and your life, or you'll never ex- experience the exchange life. You, and really, you'll never actually experience the true love of God. because I, just like Jacqueline said, I have to know I have to know He's sovereign to experience you love who you love the actual um, personhood of God. When I'm loving someone, I'm not loving an aspect of them. I love the person. True love is the whole person. And so in order to uh, make peace with God and, and engage in that sovereignty, I have to love him as sovereign, the whole person. I have to accept him, his choices in my life, everything that he's done in my life. I have to accept that. I have to receive that as from him and uh and then I can truly love God, then I can experience His exchange life, then I can live in the abundant life. You can't have any of that if you're not uh, embracing sovereignty. You will never experience the abundant life unless you know sovereignty you will n- you'll n- you can be loved. You can be loved, absolutely you can be loved, because God loves us regardless. God loves, loved us in our sin, but you're not going to experience that divine, intimate encounter with God without experiencing His, his uh, sovereignty, His sovereign touch. You have to know His sovereign touch and bow to that sovereign touch.
1: And, and as Jack was said, it solves every problem. It does. He's boss. He is boss, and he is in control. He's in and charge, boss. and
0: he's as uh, yes, he is and, absolutely. Uh,
2: and I think that it's so wonderful. The Jacqueline said, "You can't explain it because it is a touch. Mm-hmm. It is a literal God coming down and touching your life in a way that you you can't get to this on your own. You cannot you cannot reason your way to sovereignty. You can't." wrangle your way to sovereignty you you just it is truly a touch that god brings if you're honest enough to say god i'm in crisis about this my real crisis is that you're god and i'm not this is my real crisis and that's for all of us if we if we get down to it and sovereignty always you know brings the issue of authority in And you can't accept any authority if you don't see that he's sovereign. So that's why I think it was beautiful the way Jacqueline put it. It is a touch that he brings to you. You you can't explain it. It's just he brings it. And then all of life turns on that. Your entire life changes in seeing that he's sovereign and seeing the wonderfulness of his sovereignty.
3: I'm wondering if we could say it's an impartation. John writes in his book... In all and only, God showed me His sovereign hand over everything. Was that not an impartation? In order to receive an impartation, you have to be under authority, under His authority.
1: Because sovereignty is about His authority, although we don't say that. It's true what Jacqueline said, that you can't teach anybody sovereignty. You could live it before them or... uh, Pray for people to get it. That's part of the impartation. Because it cannot be, it cannot be proved by logic. Logic does not cover God's ways. He's, he alone knows what logic he's into. <laughs> but we cannot reason our way into faith about sovereignty. It's really a revelation. You can ask for it and seek it and read and wait and pray. And you have it. He, he wants to, you, you to know him as God is God. And many times I've written this through, the, through a lot of places. Our real struggle with life is that God is God. And I've, this is something I wrote a long time ago. Something has happened. Something has happened in the world. Jesus Christ has come as God and humanity has gone berserk. I'm, I'm so touched and so grateful. I love the subject of the sovereignty of God. I'm so touched that every, everyone here has caught the vision of who he really is. He's really God. Hello. Surprise. <laughs> and we don't counsel him. We don't make his decisions for him. And we, don't, we have a, a influence over him. There's great appeals in the scripture, especially in the Old Testament, but promises in the New Testament that you can ask him. And there are many, many stories where he, he changed. But the whole real issue of it is that I have to give up wanting to be God and trying to be God by effort so that I'm not interfering with what God is really doing for us and himself. So I don't want to get in his way as much as I have all my life by thinking what what I could explain to him that he should be doing. And that's not faith in a sovereign God. But that's how we are. We typically want, really, we want to tell God what to do and what to give me. But to know him as sovereign, I'm going to say in radical terms, it's ecstasy. It's life at its peak and highest point to know the God who really is God. If you can be touched by him and draw close enough to him that you touch his robe and he touches you, you have found destiny and life and you will never be the same. Amen. if we could possibly look at sovereignty as something just so wonderful, it means that everything will be solved. It means that God is in charge, and I'm not, I'm not vulnerable. I'm not touchable. I'm not killable. I'm not even defeatable because God is my sovereign friend and beloved. To love him in his sovereignty rejoices his heart. John writes
3: about pain and bitterness. I know the following words will burn as I rub against the presence of bitterness, but here we go. Only faith and surrender accept sovereignty. Faith that God is God and that His character is impeachable. He is love, even in our pain. He is holy, even in our troubles. His will and purpose is perfect despite my objections. And I believe that only in believing and accepting in His sovereignty can our pain and wounds be healed. Because our pain and wounds have a purpose in God.
1: There's a verse, I may not quote it accurately, but the Lord wounds and the Lord heals. Mm -hmm. Can I just mention Dekusad's book one more time and then I won't mention it until the next podcast?
0: Until tomorrow.
1: Until tomorrow, yes. We have a large stock of it. Some of it is a little bit... Okay, okay. Because he gives... Dekusad gives the pathway of surrender and then he brings the ecstasy of obedience. So to read his book is to be encouraged that to give up your will and your way and yourself and die is fruitful for you, good for you. I I don't go anywhere without Pierre de (laughs) Cousaude, who was a Catholic monk, but he really He really learned the secret of knowing God, and that is surrender to his will. John writes,
3: God receives his children as a father. He is trustworthy with my pains. He can make a difficult circumstance, eternal reward, and wipe away every tear from my eye. He is sovereign over all. And unless we know that God is sovereign, we cannot receive him as our Abba. John goes on to say, out of what I call needless pain, he can form destiny and eternity. Master craftsman, forger from fire. God is beloved with a high purpose in mind. He's not afraid of my railings or accusing tone, but stillness and relinquishment is met with kindness and friendship.
1: The words are not from you, they came from the Spirit, but it is you. You you let the beauty of the Lord come through, John. That's not always, that doesn't always come through for, with a man. David wanted to behold the beauty of the Lord. Not, that's not me too, John. I'm going to say, ooh, what do you know that makes you say it that way? Mm. I watched I love to watch videos of people that have died and gone, gone to heaven. <laughs> and this woman she was very ordinary looking, not not beautiful or articulate or anything. But she she died and went and she said I couldn't I, couldn't possibly repeat it, but she said, he was so, so wonderful, and he came toward her, and she said, I don't know whether we both ran, but all of a sudden, he, he was holding her in his arms, and she said, I have never known his love, and she said, "I, I realized I've always loved him, but I didn't know he loved me, and that I was his beloved, and that he loved me hugely. And she said, I've come back. He, I said, I'm sent back to earth to tell. She said, I've never felt worthy of his love or God's love. And it's not about worthy. Doesn't doesn't matter. He loves you no matter what. And his love is overwhelming.
0: We hope you've enjoyed the Shulamite podcast. For all the latest from Shulamite Ministries, please visit us at shulamite.com